It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 28, Post-Acquisition Integration. Your company has just made its largest acquisition ever, and your CEO says they want to have a post-acquisition integration plan on his desk within a week. Where do you begin? A good place to start would be the 2012 FCPA guidance language, which said, Pre-acquisition due diligence, however, is normally only a portion of the compliance process for mergers and acquisitions. DOJ and SEC evaluate whether the acquiring company promptly incorporated the acquired company into all of its internal controls, including its compliance program. Companies should consider training new employees, reevaluating third parties under company standards, and where appropriate, conducting audits on business units. Uh, in a 2018 speech, former Deputy Assistant Attorney General Matthew Miner emphasized the DOJ would apply the principles contained in the FCPA corporate enforcement policy to successor companies that discover potential violations subsequent to an acquisition, as well as to acquirers who detect potential corrupt activities during the due diligence process. He encouraged companies to seek guidance through the FCPA opinion release procedures. Miner said the DOJ would apply the principles contained in the FCPA enforcement policy to acquiring companies that uncover potential FCPA violations in the M&A context. This means that if you meet the four requirements under the FCPA corporate enforcement policy, the default position by the DOJ would be a declination. What should you perform in the post-acquisition phase? It revolves around integrating the new company into your compliance program, performing a full FCPA audit to determine if there are any outstanding issues and remediating both the new issues and those identified in the pre-acquisition phase and report any findings to the Department of Justice. In the 2019 guidance, it stated, process connecting due diligence to implementation. What has been the company's process for tracking and remediating misconduct or misconduct risks identified during the due diligence process? What has been the company's process for implementing compliance policies and procedures at the new entities? Timing-wise, Opinion Release 0802 provided the company's FCPA audit would conclude within 180 days of closing, and the company would implement FCPA compliance training immediately upon closing and would complete said training within 90 days. In the Johnson & Johnson FCPA resolution, the company agreed to completing its FCPA audit within 18 months and implementing the completed FCPA compliance program within 12 months. And for data systems and solutions, the FCPA audit and training was to be completed as soon as is practicable. As there has been no guidance from the DOJ on what it expects in a specific investigation and investigation and tra- training, many compliance professionals have struggled on how to perform these in the post-acquisition integration phase. Here, what you can do is what is called a establishing a capabilities exchange, which is a new organizational process that allows two e- efforts to share resources without interfering with the, each other's. That is what compliance practitioners must accomplish in the post-acquisition integration context. 
Anyone who's gone through a large merger or acquisition knows how terrifying it can be for the individual employee. Yet many people, particularly at the target company, fear losing their jobs. These fears can be equally true in the acquiring company as well. Misplaced or well-founded, it can lead to many difficulties in the integration phase. Establishing a capability exchange can allow for two organizations to live together and share strengths. So what are the steps in this process? Number one, establish compliance leadership. This may be the simplest step, but open to abuse. This process should be run by just a few people at the top, the CEO, CFO, CCO. To identify the compliance resources the organization can or needs to share. Hopefully the inquiring organization will have some idea of the state of the compliance program and this will be a fairly straightforward step. Three, create capability exchange teams which perform a series of um, projects designed to facilitate both the implementation and the go forward. Four, protect boundaries. This one is tricky as the employees from the former target may not want to move forward with the integration because of the fear of losing their jobs or some other reasons. Of course, there can be internal disputes on how to issue uh, going forward. The leadership team must step in and referee any disputes. And five, scale up the new uh, and promote the compliance program. It's important to celebrate and promote to the new entity um, the compliance program. Take time to publicize the integrated compliance function to your internal customers, i.e. your employees. The bottom line is that you must train the newly acquired employees Reevaluate third parties under your company standards and conduct a compliance audit on the new business unit. This process should be based upon your pre-acquisition due diligence and your risk assessment. And that's why uh, they're so important and why we spent so much time talking about those in a previous episode. Moreover, the, both the DOJ and the SEC clearly view the pre- and post-acquisition phases of the mergers and acquisition process as tied together in a unidimensional continuum. If the pre-acquisition phase is not possible, then you should review the requirements and timeframes laid out in Opinion Release 0802 or the 2012 FCPA guidance, which noted, pursuant to which companies can nevertheless be rewarded if they choose to conduct thorough post-acquisition FCPA due diligence. Of course, the costs there can be not understanding or knowing a FCPA violation is ongoing um, going forward. The earlier you can deploy these steps, the better off your company will be at the end of the day. An acquisition that fails for compliance reasons is a preventable disaster of the first sort. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, planning is critical in the post-acquisition phase. Number two, Always remember to build upon what you've learned in the pre-acquisition phase and move that over as the basis for your post-acquisition integration. And number three, you literally need to be ready to hit the ground running when the transaction closes from the compliance perspective. Hope you enjoyed day 28 of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow and I take up another strategy, tactic, or pointer that you can use in your compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.